8 o'clock. Thanks for joining us, Jim and the Buckeye Boy, today from the Bozarth Miller. Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the, the Nuggets keep rolling. A couple of wins against Portland, taking down the Trailblazers last night. Just a half game behind both Minnesota and Oklahoma City in the West. Also, I thought the good was the NHL All-Star game. That was fun. Enjoyed watching it. The I don't really care. <laughs> it's not really one of the one of the parts of it. The yeah. Pro Bowl. How about the bad Adam Schefter texting about the Commanders Chiefs Super Bowl? Whoops. Oh. Oh. You, you mean you, you know it's San Francisco, right, Adam? Right. Okay. That happens. Wasn't the Commanders GM the guy he was carrying the water for, like Bruce Allen? Wasn't it? The I'll send it to the editorial board. Yes, I believe. Type. Wasn't that the? I think so. Yeah. This is going a little farther than than that. He's gonna put him in the Super Bowl. Uh oh. That's yeah, not how that works. It's gonna happen. I yeah. mean, it's it's gonna happen. But there's some. There's only so many combinations of words in the English language that you're gonna get wrong okay. ones at some point. But uh, one of our P1s, uh, Stephen, gotta be thrilled. Yeah, gotta be thrilled that I his didn't know. Washington Commanders are gonna be playing against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl Sunday. It's like, wait a minute, we didn't even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, what? We, we're in the Super Bowl. We only won four games this year. Wow. That's, that's incredible. All right, 802. So uh, do we have a qualifier, by the way? We do. Okay. Yes, and it is Tim. You just made the list. All right, Tim, well yep. done. So uh, we'll do uh, we'll draw another qualifier this hour, next mm-hmm. hour. Mm-hmm. We'll do it all the way through Wednesday, and then Thursday morning we'll announce the winner when we start out the show. There we go. Perfect. Simple, simple as that. All right, and thanks to Buffalo Wild Wings for uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings big game yeah. giveaway coming up for this Sunday's big okay. game with the Chiefs mm-hmm. and the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. Chicken wings, medium spicy. There you go. All right, so got some uh, thoughts from the weekend. Uh, let's see, we got a text from Rick this morning. I want to thank Rick at American Family Insurance. Mm-hmm. He's now going to sponsor our team's team of the week as well. Nice. Appreciate that, Rick. Thank you so much. Good morning, guys. Great start to the week. First time I watched Iowa women's basketball on Saturday. Not just Clark, but a, a ton of talent on that Iowa team. Maryland came back a few times to make it a great game. Have a great week. So Rick taking in a little Iowa women's basketball this mm-hmm. weekend. All right. Very good. So um, let's uh, hop into it. Of course, the season comes to a close Sunday with the uh, with the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58 out in Las Vegas. And it's uh, time to go around the NFL. The latest on the Broncos and the league. It's around the NFL on the Jim Davis Show. All right. Start things out with what's coming up Thursday, which is the NFL honors from Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. MVP, all, all those, all the awards will be presented on Thursday. We'll also know definitively that Randy Gratisharp, that he'll go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's when we'll find out officially that uh, 53, Bronco great, Ohio State great. Yeah, that should get him in just alone. 
Randy Gratishar. Mm-hmm. We will find out then about him. All right. Very good. Thank you. Hey, that's I, the only fight song from his playing career. I don't, the Denver Broncos don't have one. I know they don't, they don't really, so. well, the Browns don't really have a song, do that's, they? No, they don't. Yeah. So there we go. You played the, you played an appropriate song. We've got our Hall of Famer for his for alma mater. Our return. Also, uh, odds are out for the 2025 Super Bowl. Broncos, Broncos have the third worst odds to win the 2025 Super Bowl. It'll be in New Orleans, by the way. Third worst? Third worst. That's a little unfair, isn't it? Feels tied for third worst. Carolina Panthers have the worst, followed by no. Tennessee. Niners, Ten- Niners are the current favorite, followed by the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Bills, the Lions, and the Bengals. So... The Titans and the Panthers have the, the only teams with worse odds. So Denver, according to this, this is DraftKings. Uh huh. They um, they're tied with four other teams: the Commanders, the Giants, the Patriots, and Raiders. Okay. So they're tied with four other teams. I was going to say there are a lot of teams that had fewer wins. And the Broncos, both New York teams, Washington, Patriots. Guess, but they're, uh, the they're wise tied, guys, I guess. That's, yeah, the wise guys in Vegas don't think. Not loving prof- Jarrett Stidham. Not to, not loving the direction this not, team is going right now. Not the ori- not loving the original Bo Nix. Huh? Yeah, not not feeling real good about what Denver's going to do in 2024-2025. All right, so um, also some other things from the weekend that um, Steve Belichick little hood or big or no big hoodie he'd be he'd be a little little hoodie right junior hoodie i think he, he would be the official yeah. junior he'd be mcdaniel's, McDaniel's little, little hoodie, hoodie. Yeah. and he would be junior hoodie i'm i'm with you yeah steve belichick will be the university of washington's defensive coordinator so going steve belichick going to the college game intriguing he had the very long hair he had the doesn't look like bill would be his dad rebelling that's what it is yeah it looks, it looks like he's going there. Commanders, as they get ready to play in the Super Bowl Sunday, just kidding, uh, he announced the hiring of Cliff Kingsbury as their offensive coordinator. Of course, Dan Quinn's now their, their head coach. So um, what does that mean for Eric Bieniemy, who's still under contract? We'll have to wait and see. Well, for the first three months of the season, well, the first two months of the season. It's not going to mean a whole lot. It's going to make Eric Bieniemy look worse because Cliff Kingberry's offense is going to come out of the gates hot. But, yeah. like, he's won as a college and NFL coach, I think, maybe seven games after Halloween. Ever. So, offense is going to sputter to the finish line, which will make Eric Bieniemy look better. Also in, hey, that's a smart thing to do, first-time head coach department. Dave Canales is going to the Panthers' new coach. He's going to keep a Giro Vero and most of his defensive staff. Oh, I don't know. They had the third best defense and total defense in the league this year. Yes, they had a crappy season as a team. Mm-hmm. But why wouldn't you? That's that's a gigantic no-brainer. Yeah. That is a captain obvious coaching decision. Hey, maybe she keep the guy whose side of the football did the best this past season and it was a top-five defense. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should just keep that guy. 
with the third worst opponent starting field position. Yeah. And they still did pretty good in yardage. Points, not so much. Those no. short fields, really. Yeah, but, but yardage were pretty good. But, the, yeah, the offense did not help them out at all. No. And so they're keeping the entire defensive staff, uh, Dave Canales is. So, I said, best part of your football team, probably a good idea. Also, um, the Chiefs and the 49ers are, have arrived in Las Vegas, by the way. So, they are there. And they'll have, uh, the, of course, the Super Bowl opening night event tonight at uh, Allegant. Allegant, yes. Allegant. Legion Stadium. They should do that outside on the rolling turf. Just would, roll it in to the cool. stadium as the Super Bowl pre-party or whatever it's called gets underway. That'd be neat. So uh, both teams, according to Pro Football Talk, are staying in hotels that are really far away from Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, I think they have to pass Lake Mead to get to yeah. Vegas. Like, they're way the hell out there to avoid the trappings of Las Vegas because you can't gamble in team facilities, right? Looking at you, Indianapolis Colts. You can only gamble in casinos, and if you're 30 miles away, things a little tougher. It's a little tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Also, keeping it kind of on a Super Bowl theme here, with the upcoming game, that um, according to this, that uh, three weeks ago, ESPN.com had a story that Brock, that per Brock Purdy, Coach Kyle Shanahan said early in the offseason that they would try to sign Tom Brady to be the starter for 2023. It kind of got overlooked by a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Didn't really get noticed. We didn't really talk about it. And, you know, what if Purdy, what if what if Brady was there? And, you know, the, the implications of Purdy had played poorly in either one of the NFC playoff games that the 49ers came from behind to win. That people said, why didn't, why, why didn't you go get Brady then? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you make that happen? Brady with a chance to come and, and play for his childhood football team. Right. But then again, you also have to have Tom Brady wanting to do that. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Say that they they got, say if you're Brady, and the Niners made a serious attempt to get him. In a span of a year, you could supplant both Brock Purdy and Greg Olson in their job. That you could go, and with the talent that's there, win a Super Bowl with a third different team and win your eighth Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Part of me is a little, little surprised that, that Tom didn't take that into more serious consideration. I don't know how serious it was. How, what the, yeah, the I offer, don't know how serious it the was. The offer really. was from the Niners to him. I don't but, know. But it's That'd interesting be... that that wasn't a bigger story. Than, than it turned out to be when Purdy mentioned that, mm-hmm. hey, they, we, they tried to get Tom Brady. That, let's see, the article, early in the offseason, Niners coach Kyle Shanahan sat down with Purdy and assured him if he was healthy, he'd be the starter unless Brady wanted to play one more season for his hometown Niners. That meant so much to me, Purdy said. I remember him saying, if we can get Tom Brady, we're going to try to get him. And I was like, 
yeah, he's the GOAT. I get it. But something deep down inside me was sort of like, dude, I just showed you I can play well in the system, and we're one game away from the Super Bowl. More than anything, I was like, okay, now let's go. Interesting this season would have been if if Brady says, sure. You know what? I'm going to run it back one more time. Yeah. This will be it. This will be the swan song. I'll wrap up my career in the Bay Area with a shot at winning a Super Bowl, winning my eighth. I just, if I'm Tom, I just barnstorm. Every year, different team winning Super Bowls. See if you can win with four or five or six. Because there's always going to be, t- be a team out there that's one quarterback away. Mm-hmm. It's a quarterback away. Yeah. From, from maybe being a Super Bowl contender. But give Brock Purdy some credit for how he handled it. He didn't freak out. I mean, it sounded like inside he was like, well, wait a minute, you know, I I feel like I've earned this opportunity, but I do have to acknowledge mm-hmm. that is Tom Brady he's talking about. Yeah. He's not just talking about some dude. He some was guy. only picked like 60 spots behind yeah. Tom Brady, though. I mean, Tom Brady wasn't drafted, remember? That's true. Tom was remember, not drafted. Remember, he was yes. not drafted. At least in Tom's yep. uh, faulty recollection. And if you listen to some of the pundits, Brock is the next Tom Brady. Yeah, let's let's bump the brakes on that. Let let's I, win one first. Let's yeah, win win a Super Bowl, yeah. and then let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's bump the brakes on. Like I said about him the other day, either Brock Purdy is the next Tom Brady, right, or he's the 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 weak link for the Niners that will come back to haunt them and cost them a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And why didn't they get somebody better? Yep. Why didn't they keep Trey Lance? Why didn't they do something different? Why it, didn't they get Tom Brady? It can't possibly be somewhere in the, the middle. The quarterback on the other side is a generational talent. It's going to be Brock Purdy is either not enough or he's in the next Tom Brady. Right. There, there's there's no common ground or there's no yeah. middle ground here. It's it can't either, possibly be the other offense has two Hall of Famers on it. And it can't be for Brock Purdy. How about he's in year two and let's see where this goes. Right. Year two, year one, see, he, Mr. Irrelevant, last player picked in the draft. He was took, three and a half minutes yeah. away from being undrafted. Yeah, got, got them to the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. This year, he gets them into a Super Bowl. How about we see where this goes with him? Right. So far, it looks pretty darn good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Good start. We're always in a hurry to, to quickly, he's the greatest. Yep. It's a little bit of the conversation this weekend about Patrick Mahomes. Okay, if he wins the third Super Bowl, the, the, numbers, the, the numbers are comparable to Brady in terms of his overall mm-hmm. career numbers. But there's still a lot of chapters right there. And I just feel like we, we get in this, hey, he's the latest and greatest right now in Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes could very well end up being the greatest quarterback ever. That's entirely possible. I'm not saying that's not going to happen, but it's a little, just a little bit premature to say right now he's the greatest quarterback in NFL history. Yeah, he's not the greatest quarterback in NFL history right now. That all being said, if he wins a third Super Bowl in six years... Makes that conversation far more interesting. And the fact that he does not turn 29 until halfway through September. And that's why I keep saying there's still a lot of chapters to be written here by him. If he's, if he's going the Brady route, 
there's 15 years still left to go. Yeah. I mean, Tom played till he was 42, 43. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is not even 28 and a half yet. You know, so if he gets three Super Bowls by Brady that point. Brady was 45 when he retired. There you go. So then there's 17 say, years left. Say, I thought you were shorting him in a couple of years. Yeah, he was 45. Probably. But he was, I also say he was drafted, and so there's no telling. He may have, um, what's the kid from the Little League World Series? He may have fudged the birth certificate a little bit. Danny Almonte? Yes. Yes. Tommy Almonte. But anyway, about Patrick Mahomes. Like, I pat myself on the back. That was a good. That was uh, a good poll, yeah. Thank you. If Patrick Mahomes wins, uh, if we're here next week at this time talking about his third Super Bowl, like, he's done as it comes to Hall of Fame career yeah it's fantastic it's all, yeah. he, he can stop by the time he's 30 and we don't have to have the gale sayers bo jackson questions of did he play did long he play enough up? he won three super bowls two mvps he's fine and let's be honest right now he's a first ballot hall of Famer. absolutely he could go play his 30s playing baseball and and still go in still go in so i mean he's pretty much got it's all tacking on to his legacy at this point for him. But but the, the problem I have is those that are ready to anoint him now. Mm-hmm. You can't yet. Not as the greatest ever, no. No. Brady won six Super Bowls. Like it or not, won seven, excuse me. Six mm-hmm. with the Pats, one with the Bucks. He, he He's won seven Super Bowls. Right. That ain't nothing. And so, for those that are already... I'm ready ready to, because you hate Brady and you'd rather have Mahomes. Okay, you can dislike Tom Brady right. and love Patrick Mahomes, but facts are facts. Emotion should not play a role in this until, until and, and people say, well, Brady was a stat accumulator. Well, guess what? He had to stay healthy enough and be productive and good enough to play mm-hmm. till he was 45. And guess what? And at age 46... There were dudes that still wanted him like Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. There were plenty of teams that said, Tom, Tom wants to play? When can we have him here? Mm-hmm. At the age of 46. You know who else is a stat accumulator? A guy that threw for 61,000 career passing yards and played in one Super Bowl, Dan Marino. Yeah. He accumulated a hell of a lot of stats. That's what I've never understood. Oh, he's an accumulator. Yeah, that's how you count. You just accumulate on top of the previous numbers. It's the whole point of keeping score is to accumulate points more than the other team. Uh, and it's now it's some sort of knock. Oh, he's a stat accumulator. Of no, course I, he is. No, I can. I they can. All are. No, I can knock a guy that stays around too long, just tries to win a championship. That was not Brady, though. No, Brady, Brady was still winning. Brady was still a top three quarterback. That Bucks team didn't win before him. Didn't win since yet. Yeah. I mean, he was still out there leading teams to championships. And for people, like I said, that want to crack on him, oh, he just, he just stayed around forever so he could win seven. Mm-hmm. Well, he had to be healthy enough and, and still Stable. good enough and still good enough to do that. And Patrick Mahomes could very well do the same thing. On how long Patty Mahomes wants to play, I have no idea. He's already nailed himself, you know, he's nailed down a spot in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. It's already done. First ballot, he'll go in. If that happened, if you voted tomorrow, he would go in. Yeah. But now it's the chase for, can he be the greatest of all time? A win Sunday, 
takes him another step in that conversation, but it does not leapfrog him over Tom Brady, like some people are trying right. to, to say. I love stat accumulation arguments, too, because Tom Brady, over the course of three seasons, 62% completion percentage, over 4,400 yards, nearly 30 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions per season. You know what those three seasons are? 48 playoff games. Yeah. Three seasons worth of playoff games from 2000 to 2022. Uh, he hung up. He just hung around. Yeah. He was like Johnny Unitas, just hanging around at the very end of his career. Mm-hmm. Stop that. He did win a Super Bowl two years earlier with the Patriots, too, by the yeah. way. Hanging around. Yeah, just hanging around. All right. Uh, each week, bringing a different uh, mock draft. We might start popping in one every day on this. Uh, another one from The Athletic. This was uh, Nick Cosmander's uh, mock draft. So with the 12th pick in the draft coming up in April, you're not looking at his mock draft, are you, Buckeye? No. The Broncos will take offensive player, not a quarterback, skill player. Roman Adunze. No. Okay. Uh, Hasn't taken a different Roman, though, as a wide receiver. Roman Wilson? Yes. Round three. Uh, SEC guy. Team should have been the college football playoffs and got screwed. Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers. Tied in. Round three? No. That's oh. Wilson. One. First round pick. Gotcha. Number 12 for Brock Bowers. And then round three, that's Roman Wilson, the wide receiver from Michigan. Yeah. And then they uh, and then Cosminder has round four, uh, the pick they got from Miami for Bradley Chubb, Max Melton, cornerback, Rutgers. Round five, LSU defensive tackle Jordan Jefferson. They need help up front. Jefferson, 6'4", 317, who had transferred from West Virginia, could could help in that department. Round five, Isaiah Davis, running back South Dakota State. So there's some uncertainty about Javante Williams entering his final season of his rookie contract that Denver wants to build some depth there. Round six, Joe Milton, the quarterback from Tennessee, who put up some Catching impressive some strays from Pro Football Focus over the weekend. Who put some yeah put up some impressive metrics at the uh, Senior Bowl in terms of air yards and some of those other uh, other metrics. Very athletic quarterback, insanely strong arm. He had seven rushing touchdowns last year for for Tennessee. The problem, and this is what concerns you about a guy like Joe Milton, super strong arm, not very accurate, though. Got to work on some mechanics. Never like to hear that. Yeah, he's a little Ricky Vaughn. Never like to hear that. You have to be concerned if a guy isn't a fairly polished passer. Denver's been there before. Do they draft in the first round? Heisman Trophy winner. One Timmy Tebow. Not that mm-hmm. Milton's mechanics are anything like Tebow's. They're not. But you know what I'm saying. Right. It's Both right-handed, I think. It's it's a concern. I, I just think you have to be a little concerned that you gotta that you gotta fix some problems with him. But the feeling is that Milton could be another Taysom Hill kind of player packages for him 
and see if they can develop him, him as a quarterback. Uh, there's a video floating around of Milton at the Senior Bowl or whatever it was. Yeah, he's at the Senior Bowl. That has him almost across the line of scrimmage and zipping the ball really to no one in particular. It's kind of hilarious. That's that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. It's the Joe Milton experience is pro football focused college, and then Shadur Sanders is like, wow, that's really mean, actually. Yeah. It kind of is. It kind of is. It is the Joe Milton experience. You know, that's Shadur doesn't say it's inaccurate. He just says it's kind of mean. It's just mean. It's yeah. not that it's not true. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of mean. All right, uh, 825, and it's time to play the number game. Let's play the number game on the Jim Davis Show. Sorry, I had to wet my whistle. Yes, that's up for okay. grabs today is the delicious case of Coors, the banquet beer, courtesy of our friends at High Country Beverage. A couple things to keep in mind for the number game. The answer is always a number. So if you text in, you know, Las Vegas, you're going to be wrong. So, and there are texts. It's only texts, no calls. Only texts, 970-242-1340. If you want any time in the last two weeks, sit it out. If you uh, are under the age of 21, sit it out. If you don't want it, don't play. It's just that simple. Now, here is the question. The answer is always a number. And it's more Super Bowl number game. We had Super Bowl number game last week, and this isn't Roman numerals, so guys can stop freaking out. Like me. (laughs) Las Vegas becomes the 16th different city to host a Super Bowl, including Allegant, Allegiant Stadium. How many different stadiums have hosted a Super Bowl game? First correct answer on the text line wins the number game from High Country Beverage. All right. So uh, get your text in now. Once again, you can only win once every two weeks. And you have to be 21 or older, by the way. So do keep that in mind. And if you yep. win, you're qualified for the never-ending contest. You get $5,000 in fencing products or toward a pergola from England Fence and Montrose. Details at the team1340.com. So first correct answer on the team line, 970-242-1340. Before we take a break, uh, put you with a good text. What? It's it's sound. That doesn't... It's logical. It's it's well thought out somebody's correctly spelled and everything right somebody's spoofing his number maybe so is this a scam are we being fished did he get hacked i don't know Uh, maybe the conversation should be if the chiefs won the super bowl this year is mahomes a top four or five quarterback ever long way to go to get to number one it's pretty rational it's pretty thought well thought out it's incredibly coherent yeah a little Taking it back. Uh, that, is, that is a fair... It's a good thing I'm sitting down. That's a fair thing to, to ask about Mahomes. If he wins the third Super Bowl, does it put him in the top five? Yes. Probably it does. Yeah, I, w- I would say yes, it does. Three in six years? Yeah. yeah that, a couple that, MVPs? Yeah, that puts, that puts him in the top five. Mm-hmm. With lots of years to work with to maybe move all the way to the top. Yeah. All right, 827... And we'll take a break. We'll come back with more on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network online at the team1340.com. Yeah, I think they're like the best on the radio. At least at the pro level, the best of the best. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Welcome back, 830. Jim and the Buckeye Boy. This is Tesla. This is Tesla. Hang tough. Indeed. 
that and the Danny Almonte one today. It's it's pretty Monday. Yeah. It's Monday has been pretty good so far. I, I did screw up Doug and Chris Collins. But, yeah. yeah. Two and one, not bad. That's okay. It's we'll bad. get to ten. You take the rest of the day. Really? Yeah. Okay. You got it. Thanks. Thanks, boss. Yeah. Thanks for letting me do that. You got it. Appreciate it. I'm here for you. I'm so, so lucky and yep. so blessed. Pretty geek. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Let's get into... Let's get into good call, bad call this morning. Brought to you by Brown's Cremation and Funeral Service. Was that a good call or did they totally blow it? It's good call or bad call. All right. As we talked about with Michael Porter Jr. earlier, talking smack about the WNBA, Mm -hmm. while trying to, oh, not really, but yeah, I guess I am. People need to stop going on podcasts. They really should. He was on a podcast when he made his... Ridiculous comments. Uh, likewise for Cheryl Swoops. Oh, gosh. She was on Gil's Arena, Gilbert Arenas' podcast, where she decides to go after Iowa's Caitlin Clark. Because Caitlin Clark could end up being college women's college basketball's all-time leading scorer. And Cheryl Swoops like, well, yeah, she's doing it with, with more years than... Than anybody else, you know, had more has more eligibility, and that's why she's going to maybe do it because she's had more time to do it. Uh, Kelsey Plum, by the way, um, deceitful. Kelsey Plum has three thousand five hundred twenty-seven points. Clark had three thousand four sixty-two through Saturday, and Swoop said, you know, it's, it's going to be illegitimate because she's going to do it in more years. It's not true. Kaylin Clark is in her fourth year. Mm-hmm. She could use a fifth year to go back to Iowa or someplace else if she doesn't go to the WNBA draft. So she's doing it within the normal four-year time frame. Yeah. Five of her, to play four. Yeah. Yes, of her college career. She has not used her COVID year. Yeah. So Damn, math is hard for some people. So Cheryl Swoops. That's a bad call. How about how about know how many years of eligibility she has before you pop off about she's doing it with extra time because she's right. not. If you want to do more games, longer season, three point, whatever. Whatever. Sure. But, yeah, at least you know, podcasts are going to be the bane of existence. And Plum was in her fourth season when she set the record. Mm-hmm. So they're on the same, same trajectory. Yep. In regard to the record. Anyway. Stop going on podcasts, people. Yeah. You just say dumb things. Right. No comment. I politely decline. Two things you should should learn as a professional athlete. The World Cup's coming to the United States of America. And because FIFA doesn't really like corporate sponsorship in their stadium names for their tournaments... Being so corrupt, that's ironic. Well, that's neither here nor there. I know, it's ridiculous coming from them. New York's MetLife Stadium will host the final. But FIFA is going to call it New York, New Jersey Stadium. Good call, bad call that. One, it's wordy. Two, it's geographically inaccurate. It's not actually in New York. It's in New I know Jersey. that's a big cake thing. Yeah. Just call it North Jersey Stadium. 
or the stadium in New Jersey. Yeah. I don't care. New Jersey Stadium, if you feel like you can't mm-hmm. use the corporate sponsor name. How about that? New Jersey Stadium. But they, oh, they got to have the tie to New York so they don't feel like they're upsetting New Yorkers over it? Apparently. I'm, but just know that the World Cup, the beautiful game, may be outside of the Super Bowl, the world's biggest sporting event is going to conclude in New Jersey. It's neither here nor there. Just saying. But that's a bad call. That's a dumb name. Well, hopefully the, the ghosts of Jimmy Hoffa and yeah. Tony Soprano will be there watching all. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is this soccer? Soccer? They should leave a seat empty for Jimmy Hoffa. They should. Just kind of like, um, mm-hmm. oh, geez, um, former Oilers coach. They still leave the seat for Elvis. Oh, but- Ooh. Not Bum Phillips. Not Bum Phillips, the other one. Oh. Uh, oh, he coached. In, coached yeah, I in, know who you're talking about. Coached in like the couple of spring leagues. Uh, Jerry Glanville. Jerry Glanville. Jerry Glanville. Like, yeah, oi. We were doing so good this mm-hmm. morning, too. Yeah, Jerry Glanville. They could do that. Yeah. For, for Jimmy Hoffa. Leave or, a couple tickets at Will Call. Or Tony Soprano, either one. All right, that yeah, he's is. He's actually dead. Yeah. <laughs> James Gandalf, sorry. Well, we we yeah. think probably Jimmy Hoff has been he's dead. Probably for a dead too. Yeah, I think he's probably dead. Maybe of old age. Yeah. So uh, that is Brown's Commission and Funeral Service. Good call, bad call. Always a good call to make your arrangements while you're here, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for a loved one. It's a bad call to leave that up to somebody else, or to uh, well have that dumped on on your lap uh, as well when you're trying to when you're grieving and trying to deal with things that you have that to to try to work through. Never an easy situation. So call Brown's Cremation and Funeral Service now. Get your arrangements made at 970-255-8888. That's 970-255-8888 for Brown's Cremation and Funeral Service. All right, it's 836. And uh, do we have a winner for the number game? Yes, we do. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the contest another winner on the team sports network the guru first in the door identifying 27 different stadiums to host the super bowl do you want them yeah i got the list go ahead all right superdome uh hard rock stadium joe robbie pro player right that stadium orange bowl rose bowl Tulane stadium jack murphy raymond james state farm stadium the coliseum Old Tampa Stadium, the Georgia Dome, NRG Stadium, Rice Stadium, the Silver Dome, Stanford, uh, Metrodome, Sun Devil Stadium, Altel, which is TIAA Bank, and it's Jacksonville, technically not Georgia, Ford Field, AT&T Stadium, Lucas Oil, MetLife, Levi's, U.S. Bank, Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta, SoFi Stadium, and Allegiant Stadium. There you go. All right. Because it was including Allegiant Stadium. Guru, well done. Mm-hmm. 27. Hope you're having a good day. I was I watching. So as well. See, I was watching on NFL Network this weekend. They were replaying all the, the you know, legendary John Facenda mm-hmm. Super Bowl NFL films. And um, it was what? It was the, the first Super Bowl of the merger, 1970. The, the Chiefs, mm-hmm. their, their first Super Bowl win. Uh, when they're playing the Vikings, and um, just the, 
hear Hank Stram. All right, boys. Let's go, boys. He's, he sounded like uh, Scoop Callahan or whatever, the guy that uh, they used to have from the radio station would go and interview, like, Brady. and oh, It sounded yeah, like he yeah, was yeah. a 19, 1930s. Like the old news teletype champ, champ. World War II guy. Exciting tilt today yeah. for the boys. I mean, <laughs> So that's how Hank Stram sounded. Well, boys, let's uh, let's go. That uh, we got some leakage, boys. Mm-hmm. There's some leakage on that left side, boys. So funny. And I believe wasn't that was the first time they mic'd up a coach on the sidelines, I believe, for the Super Bowl. Feels right. Yeah. I know there's sound of Lombardi, but I don't know if that was the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't. But they had him mic'd up pretty much the entire game. Mm-hmm. I, that, that sounds right, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Because that's, that's the one's the most famous one is Hank Stram. We're going to yeah. matriculate the ball down the field and mm-hmm. and with, with Hank Stram. Because I don't know any other, none of the rest of the coaches pop into my mind of Super Bowl sound. Not really. It's usually Hank Stram is where it begins and ends. We're in, their, we're in his sweet Chiefs blazer. Yeah. Well, like the whole coaching staff, they were wearing blazers. Back when they need to bring those back. Remember, it was a Mike Nolan was trying to do that. Yeah, for his and dad. And they made Dick. a Nike suit. Yeah, so he could wear it and not cut, run afoul of the marketing. Yeah, it was just it was just kind of cool to see. They're wearing their blazers on the sideline. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny. All right, eight forty, and uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back up next. We'll have our uh, prep stars and mighty Mavs for you. Text or call the show nine seven zero two four two thirteen forty. Craptastic. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado Sports Leader, the team. I have been trouble trying to sleep. 844, Jim and the Buckeye Boy today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, most trusted name in automobiles. All right. Um, yeah, Hank Stram was the first coach to be mic'd during the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's, like I said, it sounded right. I'm with you. And, um, you know, watch some of that. Watch some of Super Bowl three, Jets and the Colts. Mm-hmm. Well, the old man, Johnny Unitas, trying to stir the echoes against the young, brash Joe Namath. They, they they created such a, an incredible tone mm-hmm. for 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 watching football. It's the, the cinematic approach to yeah. it by uh, by NFL films by the by the Sables was really fantastic. Cool. Even, even you watch back then, it's it's older than dirt. Yeah, but it's still fun to watch just because. And some of the music's really, some of it's great, some of it's iconic, and we use it on our program. Some of it is real hokey, and some of it's super, super hokey. But super and hokey. for me, I know this. This usually fires up a certain segment of the pile, and I'm fine with that. But I honestly believe this. I don't say it just to poke the bear. NFL Films goes to show you that three and a half hours on one day can get a player into the Hall of Fame. Like you mentioned, Joe Namath. Absolutely. Because now, I'm, and I say the NFL films era probably ends 95-ish, at least for the point I'm trying to make. Right. 
your one-time Super Bowl winners are not now getting into the Hall of Fame. No. The Trent Dilfers, the Brad Johnsons. You know, those guys are not getting into the Hall of Fame. Like, you have to have a career above and beyond anymore. And how good, you know, we've talked about this, would Namath have been if he hadn't got hurt in college? Because he was a really mobile quarterback mm-hmm. in college when he played for Bear Bryant. Then he got the really serious knee injury, had to wear the knee brace. Yeah, he's tough luck. But you can only go on what the guy mm-hmm. did when he played, not not the not the potential, not the what if. Right. 67 through for 4,000 yards. I think he was, what, the first guy to do that? I think so. Through for 3,379 the year before. Never came anywhere close to that after that. Yeah, 3,147 the next year. But really, his his high water mark was 72. He threw for 2,816 yards and 19 touchdowns, but he threw 21 interceptions. Threw a lot of picks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Years of 27, 28, 22, 28. 17 a couple of different times. But I, I know what you mean, though. It, it is a case of, I think, NFL films, Joe Namath, the aura of Joe Namath. Yes. Broadway Joe. Wore the, wore the white football cleats. Mm-hmm. And the, For, the shots of him in the mink, the fur. Yeah. yeah. Dated lots of celebrities. I think, what, the first, like, what, $400,000 quarterback Mm-hmm. In, in professional football history, there were things about him that the hype, the hype helped him get into the Hall of Fame. Let's just be honest about that, because the, the numbers, not not great. They're okay. I mean, he won a Super Bowl and he was, I think, believe the first guy to throw for four thousand yards. From what I saw, that's correct. But is that enough to get you in the Hall of Fame? I, I don't think so. And but like, it did, but it did obviously because he's there and yeah. that's all there is to it. More interceptions than touchdowns by a lot. Yeah, I mean, throw a lot of picks. More losses than wins. Yeah. All right, before we get to prep stars and mighty Mavs, who do we have on the team line? We're talking old football players. It's Howard from Purdue. All right. Good morning, Howard. How are you? Real good, real good. I loved that Super Bowl coverage. A little bit of info on Hank Stram. One of the big things for their success and being that Hank Stram was the winningest coach in the AFL was Lloyd Wells. Lloyd scouted all of the black colleges. He was African-American. He scouted people from uh, Southern, Texas A&I, Grambling. And uh, you take a look at, like, Buck Buchanan's career. He was the first African-American number one draft choice in pro football. Now, just to show you what the NFL thought about him, he was the 19th round pick in the NFL draft. Yeah. I can't think of who exactly drafted him. Hank Stram picked him number one. Uh, Bobby Bell, Emmett Thomas, uh, Jim Kearney. You know, that's uh, Lloyd Wells had a big part of opening the door for that. And if you also think of Super Bowl Four, Super Bowl Four had eight black starters, three white starters for the defense. And... Uh, Guy had guy had a big hand in the success of that club, but uh, every time I every time I think about that, I think a '64 toss power trap. That must have been mentioned at least a dozen times. One of the old things that I've saved over the years is a little bit of what, what Steve Sable, how that came to be, how they approached Tank to do it, 
and uh, Hank was paid several thousand dollars. You know, the NFL was fine with any decision that the Sables ever made because they such a they they done such a great job on it that their contract with the NFL was in perpetuity. I mean, yeah, they, there was just no other competition. They didn't want anybody else except for Ed and Steve Sable to handle all that stuff. That's why that stuff was just so good. And to me, that was also a part of how the NFL overtook the AF, overtook uh, Major League Baseball in regards to America's game. Baseball was way, way, way behind as far as like promotions. And I'm not talking about like ball caps or sweaters, you know, coats and stuff. I'm talking about video, the, the, you know, the clubs, promoting the clubs from within. Got to give them credit for that, too. A quick one on Joe Namath, and I'll let you go. I've been tempted, and as soon as I can figure out what I've done with it, I'll bring in the Joe Namath brace because I had that fetid one. I had two knee surgeries that just took care of whatever sports career I would have even thought of having from high school basketball. I'll bring that Joe Namath brace. It is just ugly looking, but that was that was a trendsetter because Joe had, had three. There was not only the anterior cruciate and the medial, posterior cruciate and some tendon damage. He, he just blew that thing up even yeah. before he was signed. And uh, I remember in that America's Game, 1968, Joe Namath was commented on saying, Joe, the, the, the surgery went well. We think you can play five years. And that was from James Nicholas. And Joe says, thank you, thank you for him to get 11 years out of pro football. I mean, that was just shocking. It was pretty remarkable, yes, considering how serious that injury was. Hey, Howard, I appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for taking us down memory lane and uh, appreciate the, the information as always. All right. You take it easy, guys. All right, Bye. You, all right. Take care. Howard from Fruita today. All right. Let's uh, get to our prep stars and mighty maps. It's time to let the stars shine. Stars on the Jim Davis Show. All right, we'll go to the pool for uh, my female prep star, Fruta Monuments, Kendall Wilkinson, qualified for state in the 200 freestyle, won her butterfly at the Southwestern League Championships uh, over at El Pomar. My uh, male prep star, Grand Junction I basketball player, Edison Dean, 14 points, six in overtime. It was a triple overtime win. Grand Junction goes to Montrose and beat the Red Hawks on Friday night. Those are my prep stars. I'm copycatting. I got lady swimmers and a boys basketball player. Grand Junction girls swim relay team. They were our team of the week uh, a while back. Emily Harden, Kylie Mole, Abby Price, Ellie Dore. All four going to state, both qualifying for the 200 medley and 400 freestyle relays. Congratulations to all four of those ladies. And Daniel Thomason, 22 points in the win over Central, really took over in the second half of that game Friday night. All right, we move on to Mighty Mavs. The best of CMU sports. It's Mighty Mavs on the Jim Davis Show. All right, my female Mighty Mav, her undefeated season continues. Genesis Martinez uh, wins the championship at 101 pounds at the first ever Armac Women's Wrestling Tournament. She's my female Mighty Mav, my male Mighty Mav, keeping it on the mats. Tanner Doyle is 21-4 and four after his win at 285 pounds. Oh, the, yeah. oh, yeah, the Mavs shutting out CSU Pueblo Friday at the Battle of Brownson. I'm also going to the Battle of Brownson. Jason Benarowitz, 19-0 technical fall win as CMU good. dominates Pueblo. Shut him out. Not a single point to be had by the Thunderwolves the way it's supposed to be. And on the women's side, Izzy Komen on the tennis courts 
three-set win. Number one singles, the Mavs take all seven matches against the College of Idaho. All right, so those are Prep Stars and Mighty Mavs. And uh, let's head over to the team line, 970-242-1340. Good, the bad, the ugly today. Got one from Dylan. The good Nuggets win and CMU hockey Saturday. The bad Pro Bowl games overall and ugly. The NHL All-Star game jerseys. Yeah, they were they were not attractive. Uh, Notice Colorado College didn't have a coach on the bench at the hockey game. Do you guys know anything about that? It looked weird. Do not know. Club hockey team, not sure what. Maybe the coach couldn't make it. Maybe they just coached themselves. I do not have an answer on that, Dylan. I don't either. Sorry about that. And then Eric from Cedar Edge. I was in Junction on Saturday and stopped by Lincoln Park to see if anyone was playing pickleball. The pickleball scene was insane. Do you guys ever cover local pickleball events? The game is growing rapidly. No. Not really, no. We don't, Eric. Not really. Somebody approaches us, you want to give us the information, want to come on and talk about it, you know how to reach us. But yeah, probably, probably. I did see they had like the celebrity pickleball one where um, John McEnroe played Andre Agassi. And Agassi won. So there we go. Was, I, I barely was watched them play tennis. <laughs> it was on ESPN, I believe. No offense. All right. So, I mean, there's a lot there's a lot going on. Okay, very quickly, we need to get a qualifier this hour for oh, yeah, we do. Buffalo Wild Wings Big Game Giveaway. What is that? All right, this is for a table for six and 50 wings at Buffalo Wild Wings for Sunday's big game. All you do is get qualified here, and if you've already qualified, don't text in. Exactly. Please send us a text with your first name, your last name, and put a B-dubs on it to 970-242-1340.